Yes, this is the Pick 6 Podcast, and no, it's not Bobby Brinson. It's me, Pete Prisco. I will be here the next couple of days joining me on this podcast, and this this one's a treat. It's uh, Chuck Smith, and he is, the, I call him the sack whisperer. He is the guy who trains all the pass rushers, in the, or a lot of the pass rushers in the National Football League, uh, has some great insight about uh, what it takes to play the position and how to make it uncomfortable for the quarterbacks. Guys like Von Miller, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald. Yes, all the good ones. Uh, they train with Chuck Smith. So we'll, we'll dive into that in a little bit. Don't forget, uh, coming up on the final podcast for me this week, Mike Freeman. Yep. That guy from the Bleacher Report. He's coming up on, uh, Friday's podcast and we'll talk about, uh, his love for Russell Wilson. Now let's get to Chuck Smith. Now joining me on the podcast, uh, the Sack Whisperer. That's what we call him around here, uh, Chuck <laughs> Smith. Uh, Chuck, you, uh, you do a lot of work with pass rushing and a lot of work with pass rushers in the National Football League in college and high school. Um, just, you know, and you played in the league and you were a pass rushing, uh, you know, guy who could get across the edge and beat the, beat the tackles, but you've also were a coach. Uh, how did this evolve and how did you become the pass rushing, uh, specialist, so to speak? Mm-hmm. Well, I appreciate it, Pete, having me on this, having me on your show, man. But um, I think it really started, and I'll tell you, it really started for me in around 1999, 2000. I was still a player. And um, I had a chance to watch, I think it was inside the NFL back in those days, and I watched uh, this this quarterback coach. And me and my wife were sitting there watching, it was Steve Clarkston, the quarterback uh, guy who was really, you know, really good quarterback coach. And, he was the, the the training had went to where quarterbacks would go to these big time you know coaches like Steve that weren't you know NFL coaches and they would work outside and um so I saw him and then I was thinking that the really um if the most important people on the field were quarterbacks then the second most important position must be the pass rusher and I had always felt that way but and I realized at that time um, there was a need for it. Because that was the era when, you know, everybody, all they talked about was stopping the run. But that was really how it happened, man. I saw a, a guy on TV that focused on quarterbacks, and I decided that, you know, the pass rusher needed to be uh, elevated on that level. And so you build this brand, and, and now guys come to you. I mean, I, I spent time with you last year uh, and watched you train guys and, and watched what you put them through. Why um, do these guys not get the proper technique coaching now from their own coaches and, and and that's a question that i think a lot of people want to know the right. answer to well i think first Pete, that's a great question the first thing is pass rush right now still at the neanderthal level it really is and let me tell you why Pete. and i think you'll understand this because no one covers football obviously like you for the, the amount of time the league is going through a transition what's happening is it's a new generation of coaches that are coming up Coaches are younger. The game is changing. So basically it comes this. The old coaches are leaving the league. And for, in the, the old NFL, it was basically you were legacy then. I mean, there are coaches that are 70 years old that were still coaching D-line. So as of really, I'd say about six, seven years ago, all these, just look at all these legendary D-line coaches, they keep bouncing around. They were bouncing around different teams. They get fired here. But now what's happening, you got a young different generation of coaches with younger defensive line coaches. So what's happening is now the elevation of the game is more important because the young guys are more progressive. The old guys come from the era of the 70s, 80s, run first, let's stop the run. 
So there is no development phase for pass rushes there, so it trickles down to college. So everything that happens in the NFL happens in college and high school. So it's been a generation of old coaches that says, we got to stop the run. So I come into camp Pete saying, hey, let's rush the passer. You know, years ago, John Terlank, the, 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 in my opinion, the greatest pass rush coach of all time, former Indianapolis coach and uh, Viking, all those Hall of Famers, he used to go, man, let's rush the passer. People beat him down. So what happens is now this old group of stogies <laughs> have left. And it's a new generation, man. Look at all the head coaches are younger. The coordinators are younger. And a lot of them have playing experience. A lot of old school coaches didn't have no playing experience, so they didn't understand how to teach pass rush. And that's what I believe. And, and you know, some talking to a lot of the coaches and, and players in the league, too, and, and we've talked about this, it's, you know, the time now is mostly when they're with their teams, it's install, yeah. install, 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 and they lose sight of the little right. things of, of playing the position, whereas you can step right. in and help those guys learn some of those little things. Well, Pete, I can take it even deeper. It starts at the high school level. It's all about install, right? High school, everybody builds their defense. College, they build their defense. Pros, it is about install. So the outside, now people come out side of their uh, NFL team so they can work on pass rushing. You're exactly right. They don't have the time to teach. So the guys now with the collective, with the last CBA, it made. I mean, it really helped my business because now the players basically lock themselves out of the facility, and now they're always looking for places to go. So, now you're right, man. And um, you know, I work in conjunction with the coaches, and I know what they want. Basically, we work as a team, so to speak. I know what the movements they want, what you know, and the different things that work in their scheme. So, you know, it's, it's more like a partnership now. It's not really like the old days and the new generation. We're we're all mainly friends, and but we're partners, and uh, all for the uh, with the art of pass rush and mine and getting sacks. We're talking with Chuck Smith. He's the sack whisperer. That's what I like to call him. After doing a story on him, and uh, did you trade market yet? Bro. Did you trade market yet? I, I, it, 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 it's it's already done. <laughs> I, I, you know, you got to get start printing those right. T-shirts, Chuck. We you know we you got to get those out there. You the first one's gonna get one, man. I've been so busy, man. Shoot, just. Trying to get some people, hiring some people, Pete. But you're going to be the first one because you uh you actually been the you the reporter. I mean the the journalist who's been the most interested in pass rushing. Uh, we appreciate you putting it to the forefront because no one really talks about it. But look at the top ten of the NFL football players. And those guys are look at Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack, Von Miller. I mean J.J. Watt. I mean those guys are. There's no argument against those guys in there at any given time. They're top ten players. I can go on and on and on. You know so. What is the key to rushing the passer in your mind? I, I, I mean, I've talked to you about it, but I want to hear, let my audience hear. What, yeah. what are the keys to rushing the passer? All right, and I'm going to explain it because a lot of folks, I've had debates with it from different coaches. Now they kind of see it my way a little bit. Vision, Pete. Vision is the number one most important aspect of being a pass rusher. Let me explain why. If I can't see the ball, if I can't see movement, if I have bad peripheral vision, I will always be laid off the ball. If you don't have eyes, Pete, you won't be able to have a great get-off. It's just like this. If you're a boxer and you're trying to hit someone, how do you hit them if you don't look at them? So the guys who have great get-offs, if you look at Vaughn, you look at guys like that who have lightning quick, legendary get-offs, those guys have great vision. And this is some of the things that I studied years ago, man, with some of the greats with Dolman and Randall and also, you know, uh, some of these great coaches, man. It's vision, man. How do I use – let me give another great example. Let's look at one of the signature moves that I've been pushing for years and now that it's really O.C. Yominori kind of brought it back, the cross chop. Let's just take a – I want you to close your eyes. Listeners, just close your eyes. 
Let's go down to Saxonville and Jacksonville. Let's go look at Yannick Nguakaway. When he uses his cross chop, how do you do that jump skip if you have no moves? So you folks, go watch Yannick Nguakaway, and you will understand what I'm saying. You can't do that. How do you swipe hands like Von Miller if you have no eyes? So everything, eyes starts with everything, man. So uh, to me, it starts out with eyes, and all those things are starts with eyes. And then, and then you go from there, and then it's got to be your 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 get off is linked to that. But you yep. also have to have the ability to get yep. off. And and we, I watched you put guys through the drills where you work on their timing, and it's not running a forty, and which you you've kind no. of pushed to get that out of the combine for evaluating yeah. defensive linemen. <laughs> yeah. Is you have that drill where you bend the corner? That what do you call that drill? Yeah. And how successful are you trying to get the combine to put that into their into their testing? Oh yeah. It's a speed arc. It's been a, 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 something I've been really dealing, talking to those guys about since 2007 when we kind of experimented with some drills with the uh, NFL ops years ago. Five by six, Pete. How fast can you go five yards by six? That is the money area for the great ones. Five yards by six. Now, I talk to teams now. That's how they evaluate. Because think about this. Let me just throw out a great example. Great example that people can relate to from this era. Joey Bosa. Joey was a disappointment, right, Pete, that they thought he was going to run all his 4, 6, 4, 5, right, at the combine. But guess what, man? When Joey gets down, Joey might not run fast for 40, but that little 5 by 6 yard area, Joey, is lightning fast, and Joey's averaging double-digit sacks for two years. So if people think about some of the guys that with speed. Only There's only one guy that's running 4, 4, 3. That's Vaughn. But think of all the guys that are getting 10 sacks, man. They go fast in that five-by-six area, and to me, that's the holy grail because that's where the quarterback's going to be, five yards up, six yards lateral, and that's one of the things that coaches should evaluate, and that's what they're evaluating because if you go 10 yards, ain't no, ain't no quarterbacks at 10 yards. It's about sudden quick twitch in that five-yard area. It's called phone booth training. How fast can I move fast in that short little phone booth? So the great ones in the league, I mean, look at the guys getting 10. I just talked about Yannick. I just talked, let's go. Uh, look at some of the guys that are getting, you know, Big-time uh, numbers, man, and it goes on and on and on and on. We can talk about it forever. Oh, here's another good example. Derek Barnett, oh, he's too slow. He's not athletic. The guy gets six sacks makes all rookie, but guess what? In that five-yard area, Derek Barnett is absolutely quick as heck. So from a rookie standpoint, he's a good example um, of a person that, you know, it, it contradicts what everybody always wanted. The 40 means nothing for D-line, absolutely nothing. Von Miller was timed at 1.30 in your drill. Still the fastest. Has anybody beat it? Is, is, is anybody? I mean, nah. Nah, they still haven't come close, huh? Nah. Von's, Von's, Von's on another level of quickness because here Von has a high football IQ, but Von has great anticipation, but he has great eyes. Von can go five yards so fast, man. It's really just like you saw with Cam Newton. Couldn't get the ball out in Super Bowl. Von really should have taken a handoff. There's uh, nothing like Von Miller. I, I don't, you know, because I work with him, been his only trainer, I, I will just say this, man. As far as pass rush is concerned, he's a living legend, man. You should enjoy him while you, while you got him. I mean, it's just it's not, it's going to be hard to find another guy like that, that's fast like that, that really can do the things he does. Now, you, you work with guys basically in the NFL. Let's take your NFL guys, because I know you work with some high school guys, some mm-hmm. college guys getting ready yeah. for the combine. But let's take your NFL guys. They come back to you before. Uh, after right. the season, they take a little break after the season, come back to you, spend some time with you. Then they yep. go to their team for OTAs, correct? And then they come back yep. after yes, OTAs, sir. right? Yep. They come back and, um, you know, different levels of the training. You know, you get a guy like Avon, he pops in when he needs to. He's already polished. But, but yeah, man, I get the guys, they come like 
right after usually the right after around a, a week or two after the Super Bowl, and um, then they'll come back because you know pretty soon here around June 16th, man, I have shoot, I have 25, 30 dudes here. Then we go all the way up to um, Fourth of July when we take off that week, and after that week, Pete, man, we go hard, man. I'm talking about it. it's a gym. We club and we smack and we sweat, and guys are competing on get offs. You know, I mean, you got all kind of guys, man, going at it. You know what I mean? You'll have the Aaron Donalds competing against the Grady Jarrett's. The Grady Jarrett's out there, you know, going against, you know, Malik Jackson. You got, I mean, you know, I'm just, I can go on and on and on and on and on, man. But it's a passion, man. And, it, and what we call this is called the Pass Rush Family. I've been able to train guys on 32 teams and have a relationship pretty much with all the coaches on 32 teams. It's a family. It's a family. And our whole goal, all the guys, the only goal we have is to get sacks. I don't care who wins the game. They do. All I care is getting sacked. So the training comes back to us. So it's a it's a family, man. It's a partnership. And all the guys look out for one another, you know. So it's just how it's always been. So when guys get drafted, you know, if you're a guy like years ago, Shane Ray goes to Denver. He's one of my guys. Vaughn's one of my guys. Malik Jackson's one of my guys. Wolf's one of my guys. So we, we work as a unit, man. So all the teams are pretty much like that. So it's a, it's a blessing to have those guys. Do you get pushback from the teams anymore um, or the coaches, uh, some of the old school coaches who say, well, look, you're teaching it this way, we want it taught that way, or they accepted you? Yeah, they've accepted me because the things I teach don't affect anything to do with scheme. Pete, it's a universal uh, certain things that you do when it comes to pass rush. And I think um, I started in 2002. I had pushback then, but no, nah, I think everybody knows I have the good of the players in mind i don't mess with scheme and then you just become cool with guys who really know you i mean i know Hugh jackson i know anthony lynn i know all the coaches you know i mean i know bowls i know i mean uh tomlin i mean i can go down the list so i think it starts at the top they know that i'm a good dude and i'm just it's not about money i just want to help guys get sacks but not on effect with scheme so they don't really too much bother me and during the season you stay in touch with your guys and, and watch tape of oh, yeah. your guys and say, hey, look, you might need to do mm-hmm. this a little bit better. And you, you break them down during the season right. as well, right? Yeah, I have 75 guys that are going to season. It's called a, um, an after-action report. And, uh, so what that is, after the action is something that the NFL coaches use, something I learned being a former coach and just kind of being in the rooms. After the action, you know, what we did good, what we did bad, and what needs work. So I end up sending that out to all the players, and then I give them what I call it as a pass rush plan. After that, I give them a pass rush plan of what moves to use before the game. So I'm Skyping guys throughout the week. I have a Skype service. So really the guys that train with me, we talk. Different guys need tuning up. You know what I mean? Whether it's a Carl Lawson, a young guy, or whether it's a Michael Johnson or a Carlos Dunlap, everybody has different needs, but they know that we can Skype or they can email me. They'll send me like between five to ten videos of what they did bad. And then um, we basically communicate. So it's really a year-round job, Pete. And, you know, the thing is, there's so many opportunities that the NFL has opened to guys that basically gives you an opportunity to earn a living, man, that the NFL, people don't talk much about that, you know, because it's like this underworld. I guess it's a secret society that hasn't blossomed yet. But uh, it's a lot of guys that are like myself that are doing a serviceable job. But, uh, yeah, Pete, it's a lot of communication, man, a lot of talking going on, yeah. When you have a guy who's successful, I'm sure you're very proud of that, and and you, you feel yeah. you know a lot of people. But what happens, like, okay, I'll give you an example. Last year, when I was at your facility, we watched some of your guys work out. I was convinced yeah. Bud Dupree was going to have a monster year last year, and it, and it didn't happen for right. him. Well, how? Why didn't it? And 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 how do you take that as the guy yeah. who's kind of helping him and guiding him? 
Well, I think it's one of those things where you just need more work. And, you know, different pass rushes develop at different times. And I just think when you look at a person like Bud, it comes down to this. It's simple. And I think Bud understands this, too. The guys who get sacks use signature moves. So the other guy on the other side of him, the, uh, uh, the J.J. Watts little brother, I watch Watt use moves. So I think what Bud has to learn, man, it's not really about physical. It's the mental. The mental part of it is the one that affects pass rushes. Because think about this, Pete. Every, think how many rushes are in the league that want to get 10 sacks. But you can't. You got to develop signature moves, and we can work on them all day. We can work on them all day. But if they're not used by the player, we got to get back in the lab and keep working on them. Because it's like a baseball. This is like a a baseball player, a pitcher. The coach teaches them. He teaches them. Teaches them. He says, "Hey, man, throw it to the inside corner. Throw it to the inside corner." But when the game gets on the line, what does he do? He throws it down the middle. So it's that same kind of philosophy, man. And I think what happens is it turns around really fast. I've seen players, you know, go from where Bud has all the potential, and then also. It scheme works in it too. So I mean, you know, you got to look at. There's a lot of things that happen like that. But I think you're exactly right, Pete. Not I, I personally, I'll take some of the responsibility because I try to encourage the guys. But at the end of the day, you know, it's a it's a teamwork thing. And I'm Bud still has an opportunity to be a great pass rusher. They took his option, and it wouldn't surprise me if Bud breaks out again and gets ten. But uh, definitely needs to continue to use moves. You gotta you gotta use the moves, or it's not going to work. Did he come back again, and then you guys are doing that now? Is 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 he back in the uh, lab? Right now, no, right now, you know, they're taking care of their business, the OTAs and things like that. They pop in, and uh, right now, like, he's focusing more on his lift and his run. But, he's, you know, again, he's there. He knows all the moves, but I'm I'm, I'm excited about Bud, man. And, uh, again, don't, uh, don't you know, cl- put the door out, close the door on him yet, man. The guy's young. He has, uh, he's still in great shape, and I think Bud's going to have a great year, and I guess he's going to have that breakout year. What about uh, the best pass rushers you've ever seen uh, in the court? I know you studied them, you've watched them, you played with them, mm-hmm. you were one. I mean, who's the best pass rusher you've seen in your lifetime? I think the best I ever saw was Reggie White. And I know it. people always say Reggie White, but I'm telling you it's Reggie White. Everybody else get in line. It is what it is. And um, Reggie White, because of his sheer – mass and size and speed and his moves one-on-one could not be stopped the man was double teamed from the time he went into the usfl the man is the only person and i and i love me some deacon jones and all them guys but to me reggie white out of all the defensive linemen he's the only guy that dominates and destroys every era of nfl football at every position on the d-line you can put Reggie at nose guard. He's going to tear the six, the 60s. Don't even put them little 240-pounders on him. Put Reggie White in this area right now. Put him over the three technique. You think Aaron, you, you, in, in the four-man front, you think Aaron Donald got get off and destruction? Remember, this guy's 315. So what I say is there's only a few players that maybe Jim Brown is one of them. But Reggie White in this era dominates every era there is. And I don't think there's no other player that I can say that can do that. Yeah, he was special because he was, I mean, for the, for being able to rush the passer at his size. I mean, you know, there were guys back then, like Bruce Smith yeah. was a hell of a pass rusher, but he didn't have that size. This guy had mad, he was a big man for a pass rusher. See, yeah, I, I always man. lean to LT. I'm pre, I'm biased when I lean to LT. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. and it's almost amazing to think that LT did what he did after doing what he did off the field, you know what I mean? As he was going through life, and right. those are well-documented, but that guy was special. He'd show up and, and rush the passer. No, LT was special, man, I, and I enjoyed I was really in awe watching LT when I was a rookie 
sit on the sidelines. But I think part of being a great player, and I know people always say, well, you know, what he did on the field is all that matters. You got to take care of yourself. So my thing is this, if you throw, and this is me talking about, because I look at it from the total book of work, you got to be have your mind right to be a pass rusher. So my thing is, when things change and things weren't as, uh, let's just say, LTs off the field issues kind of affected him, I think through all these eras, Reggie ain't never going to have no, no issues. And this guy's going to be ready to go every day. But LT, I understand what you're saying, but I, I see a few things a little differently when it comes to that. But uh, LT, DT, Derek Thomas, special man, underrated. People don't talk about him enough. He's the best speed rusher of all time. Von Miller will be second, I believe. Um, LT, I think uh, Fred Dean deserves a lot of credit with San Fran, one of the all-time great rushers. Um, uh, people forget about Charles Haley. I'm going to tell you, to me, the most underrated pass rusher of all time. I'm going to tell you straight up who he is. Tim the Sheriff Harris. Big, tall, long, the, the first hired pass rusher for the Niners. Played with Green Bay back in the day. He was rowdy. This dude, him and Leslie O'Neill, former San Diego Charger, are the two most underrated pass rushers of all time. They were tall, they were long, they had great moves, but you know, people uh, define everybody by their, their true sack numbers, but in those days it truly was a run-first NFL. Yeah, those two guys were special. When you watched him, you knew they were going to get to the quarterback, with, and particularly Leslie O'Neal. He had that burst off the edge, man. He could really get after it. Ooh. Man, Leslie was a beast, you know, and uh, he was a special pass rusher. And what I, he used a long arm. Leslie used to, had great bend and getting off the ball and, I just think he was special. Let me tell you, another one that was a beast, Robert Porsche. People in Detroit, I think Robert Porsche is like 99 sacks, almost to 100. Pro Bowl or all that. People forget about Porsche. Let me tell you, what, what's my name? Um, oh, man. Um, Greg Townsend. Greg Townsend. William Fuller. Man, I can go down the list. There are guys, man. I'll give you a guy who would have been a great pass rusher. I'll give you a guy who would have been a great pass rusher. Who? He got hurt, and he was a great. Tony Brackens. Do you remember Tony Brackens for Jacksonville? Tony used to bring the heat number nine oh. Yep. Ooh, I love me some Tony Brackens. Yeah, he got hurt. He tore, he hurt his knee and then he was never the same. But Tony Brackens yeah. had special ability, man. He could get after it. Uh who's the, is, if yeah, I ask man. you who the best pass rusher in the league is right now, is that like asking who your favorite child is because you work with so many of them? <laughs> man, I can't even say it. But I I'll run down a list of them. I can tell you this now. I'll tell you uh there's too many of them. I mean, like here's my thing. When you hit ten sacks, Pete, on that year, you're in the mix. Like Chandler Jones, I mean, people never talk about Chandler Jones. He's the sack king, and nobody really even knows, man. I know. You know, I big him up. So, I mean, I, we were chatting the other day on Instagram, but I think, like Chandler, no one talks about him. I think the national media, the national media, listen, man, Joey Bosa, he ain't been stopped yet. Joey Bosa ain't been stopped in, what, six years? <laughs> Look, he has not been stopped from Ohio State on up. I mean, uh, think about the um, – Melvin Ingram, no one knows talks about Melvin. Love Melvin. You know what I mean? So you look at these, you know what I mean? No one truly knows, like Malik Jackson in Jacksonville. Malik, everybody beat him up for the big contract, but nobody gives him love for making the Pro Bowl one of the best rushers in the league. Calais, Yannick, you know, all those different guys, man, you know, in Atlanta. Look at the guys who are rushing here. I mean, Adrian Claiborne, good rusher. People thought he was done. Now he has a solid year. But you can go down the list, man, down the list. Jadavion Clowney. Love me some Clowney, man. I'm happy. There's no one I'm more happy for. Clowney, you know what? Here's a good, okay, here's a good example, Pete. Clowney and Bud Dupree are the same dude. Clowney finally started using moves and the sack started coming. Bud is in that same situation when it comes to that. So 
There are a lot of good ones out there. I'm going to tell you a sleeper, man, Carl Lawson. Watch out. Tell you, man. He, you know I tell you what, he's RG. yoked though. I saw, I saw, that. I saw a picture of him the other day. My God, he better watch out. He doesn't get too big. He's, he is ripped. Man, he, uh, he's diesel, man. Listen, Carl Lawson's a beast, man. He is ripped. He's shredded. He got, you know, I mean, a, a good man leading him up there, Marvin Lewis, and man, there's some good ones out there, bro. I'm gonna tell you another, like Breland. Some of those guys speaks. A couple of those guys, Harold Landry, thinks coming in the league is gonna be a good. One. I think Chubb's gonna be a beast up there with Vaughn. I you think know, Tack McKinley's um, going to be a good one. Tack got that dog in the man. Hey, <laughs> Tack told me his smacking old mama, man. I'm just tell you, man, Tack's a beast. And, uh, you know, man, there's some good ones out there. I mean, I'm excited. You know, obviously you, you have a relationship with Paul Gunther, so do I. I'm excited he gets a chance to help Arden Key. And, you know, I'm hearing, you know, Khalil Mack and them are, you know, really looking out for him, man. And, you know, it's a good fit for him. There's so many guys, man, that I could name. I shouldn't be naming names, but – um. All the Passwords family. So when I tweet out, Pete, shout out to the Passwords family. It's too hard to text everybody. So it's, it's a it's a good group, man. We're excited. Uh, excited, man. You know, got Von Miller's Passwords Summit coming up here pretty soon in Missouri. So that's pretty pretty big on the calendar for most a lot of the pass rushes in the NFL. And you go there, and you you're you're one of the you're one of the guys that are involved with that. And and what's that like? What, yeah. what was that? Because last year was the real fir- the first time he did it. This one, and and talking to him, yeah. he's excited about making the thing grow even more. Yeah, man, it's, it's three days now. Last year was one day. Give Vaughn a lot of credit, you know, how it came about. And, again, him and Vic Beasley talking about putting some training together. Then Vaughn, you know, obviously it morphed into something big. But, man, this is crazy, man. It, this is truly what the Passwords family ultimately is about, sharing information for the common good of pass rush and getting sacks. At the end of the day, it comes down to a fellowship of team. All 32 guys are going to be – Team guys from pretty much 32 teams. So you share information about what helps you, you know, how to use this move. And the cool thing I'm, for this year, they're bringing in some OGs, old-time guys, some legendary, you know, pass rushers. And um, I'm sure Bruce will be there, Smith. I'm sure some of the, the legends, man, that will be there, some of the great pass rushers. And um, But it's pretty cool, man, to be there with just these incredible pass rushers. And you're watching film. One session you're watching film. Then you're on the field. You're giving ideas. I mean, sitting there I'm you know it's cool I'm sitting there talking to Khalil Mack he's teaching me how to do his long arm all right next thing you know I'm teaching the guys how to use the, the chop club you know to move that uh Claiborne and Demarcus Lawrence and all these guys use Yannick chop club then you got next thing you know you got Demarcus Ware teaching his moves to everyone which is and I'm, you're talking about a fantastic guy that Demarcus Ware is a good dude man very good but he's uh, so smart and um oh man so it's, it's that kind of climate man and um it's just uh, credit to Vaughn Miller for uh, doing things that no one else has ever done. And um, he's a good dude, man. And uh, I'm happy that this second half of Vaughn's career, the you know, all the things that made him a great man, he went through. And now he's really kind of the leader of the young of the guys in the league that are D-linemen and pass rushers. You know what I told him? I said he should make that like the Manning Pass Rush Academy for for pass rushers <laughs> you know the manning quarterback you know, sure the manning, yeah that's gonna come you put them in bunk beds for like sure a, a week and you have a camp and <laughs> they learn from you guys that i think that that would be terrific for kids. now you teach a lot of high school kids right i mean you you yeah, got videos uh, if i'm sitting here in florida okay and i want to learn pass rush skills from chuck smith tell me how i can do that without coming to to atlanta right well, number one, you can go to my – I got VIP videos, Pete. I got 
you can go right to my website and sign up. Now, what they are, Pete, it's a step-by-step teaching. I'm teaching my vision, get off hands and hips videos, but I'm using the videos to teach exactly what the players need to do, and, but I'm giving them vid- drill videos. And I've been kind of withholding it off for a long time, since 2002, because I don't want to teach anybody my system until <laughs> I establish my system. But um, it's, uh, they can go right on there, Pete. And this is a little different than just videos that you get thrown at you. I'm, I'm teaching guys how to get sacked. I mean, I'm not holding anything back. I want every dad, and that's what also makes it a little different. My drills are learnable and likable. You know, so I want dads, you can teach. I mean, moms, you know, if you're a youth kid, you're in middle school, you can teach. If you're in high school, you know, after practice, you can do them right at home. You know, all you need is five yards, Pete, to do these drills. And um, so you can do that in the house, in the backyard. So it's like, they're VIP videos, Pete, and uh, they're for VIP members. A little different than Instagram and Twitter. You know, a lot of guys go there and they uh, – they uh, talk about them, but you can just go to chucksmithtraining.com and be become a VIP member, and uh, and I'm gonna continue to put them up. Pete, listen to this real quick. I know you got your time to, uh, you guys you don't have a lot of time, but I said I'm gonna put it was 48 videos I was putting out there, man. Some up to 80 now, so I got a bonus of about 20. I'm gonna keep going because there's so much people want to learn. I got so much content. I'm training every day, so it's gonna bet you be hundreds of videos up there. So, you know. It's like uh, what thirty nine dollars a month. So um, I appreciate you letting me talk about it, Pete. So Always, yeah. And you know what? You make me want to. You make me want to go put my hand on the ground and go pass rushing up the field. You know, I get that every time I talk to you or or I see you or we talk. You make me <laughs> want to put my hand in the ground and and you use some of your techniques. I don't know what my uh, six by five. I, I don't know that. what my five by six time would be these days, but I, I'd give it a shot. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, man. I'm expecting you, me and all the boys. I'm, I'm hoping. And praying that you have time to come up to, to the Pass Rush Summit, man, and cover it and the whole nine and hang out. And, you know, I know it's only 27, but uh, I, I'm, I'd be, I know the guys would love to see you. You know it. And uh, get me in my Sack Whisperer shirt since you did trademark it. I love that. Ah, you started, man. You started, man. I appreciate your support of Pass Rush and me, Pete. Uh, we just getting started, Pete. So all the quarterbacks in the league, man, they should get ready because we got some dudes coming and they got bad attitudes. Thanks, Chuck. Appreciate it. We'll talk down the road, okay? All right. Thanks, Pete.